Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 400 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always and forever, and especially today, on this day of days, by my mainest man, wearing an inner mat shirt, Willie Sailor. Willie coming at us from Easton, PA. Cannot hear Willie, but Willie is definitely here. He is coming at us from Easton. To my left is Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr., uh, the lead bass player of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. And straight ahead, riding on the wings of eagles, Kyle Brackey. Kyle, how are you? Good. Happy 400, guys. Happy 400. We really, we really made it. Really made it. There's some. We're, we are going to do some. Um, actually, we joke about never doing anything ever special for the milestone shows. 100, nothing. 200, nothing. 300, nothing. 400, basically nothing. It will be nothing. I want to do nothing. We're, it's going to be nothing, basically. We're, we are going to do two kind of cool things. One, Sion Williams uh, is going to come on. He's he, uh, David, David, <laughs> our man David Bray gave us a, a nice hot tip. Uh, I'm not even gonna spoil it. I'm not even gonna spoil it. But we're gonna have him on there, and I think you're gonna like it. Whoop whoop. And also, <laughs> we Bracky has the very ambitious goal of um, wanting to recap every single show we have done. And while that sounds like a great idea, I think there's a melding of of these two ideas where we can do some sort of a you know a through the years, like some of the things we've done, going over the, the what we were talking about at different points in the year. But uh. Uh, now see, this is a missed opportunity. We could have had uh, that Green Day song playing. Time while, of your uh, life. Yeah, while dang it, while like uh, a PowerPoint <laughs> of of screenshots. Willie gets catfished. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> time of your life. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, but before we get to all that nonsense, we'll get to some actual stuff, like for example, such as we have a Yanni Zane location, mm. time, date. Everything. Wilkes University, which is in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Uh, Scranton, basically. Dunder, they're having it at Dunder Mifflin HQ. Dunder Mifflin. The people person, paper people. Um, so, excited about that. 3 o'clock on Labor Day. That's right. So, finish your barbecue a little early. And then um, then you can watch some Yanni Zane. What's, what's the bar? What's the bar at Dunder Mifflin? Oh, Poor Richards? Yeah. Poor Richards. We're gonna hit Poor Richards right after. We're gonna go to Poor Richards. Oh, Willie, I don't know if we've talked about this, but we're kind of counting on you going. I'm going. Will you go? Can you commit to going? <clears throat> of course. Of course. course. It's. I mean, I think it's maybe. I don't we know. We Yep. Hour and twenty-two minutes. We googled it yesterday. Nomad, how does the time of the wrestle off work for people <laughs> on Labor Day? Yeah, great. Yeah. Labor Day, tell all them, bets are off. Them, Labor Day, all bets are do, off. How they can do it. What yeah, I, I had for? several fake fans say they would not be in attendance because they would rather be outside spending time with their family. And to them, I say, you can spend time with your family outside any day of the year. Yes. But you can only see Yanni wrestle Zane one day of this, the year. See, that's an excuse you would never get from a wrestling hotbed like Texas. Mm-hmm. They would never give that excuse of being outdoors with your family. It's only in Northeast Pennsylvania, oh, we love wrestling. Our wrestlers are good, but will they really put it on the line <laughs> and show up? It also backed up the exact point that I made in the last show, which is a cacophony of fans wrote... Cacophony? Uh, yes. 
uh, an overwhelming number, mm-hmm. wrote a wrote checks that their fellow yeah, Pennsylvanians could not cash. Wow. And then the backlash came, and they were all like, nah, we're not going to Labor Day. I'm like, okay, right. y'all need to have a conversation with the, the, the other people from last week. So Y'all need to show up. Uh, so hopefully it's a, it's a good turnout. I know I will... I will be there, and I'm very excited about that. Um, <laughs> it could just be one match. That is definitely in the cards. It could mm-hmm. be one match, six minutes of wrestling, but even still. Um, Maybe that's, you know, they were like, I don't know, we're going to have a two-match wrestle-off between Derringer and Dake, and uh, see how it goes. They got 1,300 fans. They were like, yeah, let's see how one match goes. <laughs> see, if we can, one. see if we can pack the place for one match. That would yeah. We're really testing the uh, next time one period. One period. We'll do second period somewhere else offsite. What so, if it's like a twelve second pin pinfall? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so he just double legs him, throws a half, and pins him. Walks off. Uh, probably not likely to happen. So uh, I don't know if there's more. We'll probably get more into <clears throat> the the matchup next week. I don't know. We've been going into the matchup. Pretty extensively. I'm not sure what else there is to say. Quite a bit. Other than we don't know what's going to happen, and we're pretty excited. And we don't know how healthy Zane Rutherford is, and I uh, hope that he's very healthy. <laughs> what we do know is uh, Restag does these like very oh. janky infographics yeah. or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> they're, right? They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Um, and I love Restag like till the day I die. But they've already put Yanni. On the their like top contenders list. Well, you know, it, it's actually the Ivan was like, did they know something we don't? But really, with with Restag and Russians, they're like, well, he win the tournament. Right, he, he win the tournament. You guys went him. to an international tournament. Yeah. And he beat him. What, yeah, what that's else, how it works. What else you need to know? Yeah, but uh, we do it a, have a little more of a process here, guys. But they probably think obviously they will send send him. Uh, <laughs> so, but. Little do they know there could be could be Zane Rutherford and Nursel Tant. Sixty five is insane. Mm. It is it is not like I don't know if it's necessarily the most like credentialed weight or the deepest weight really, but like in terms of just awesome dudes to watch wrestle, <coughs> Rashidov, Odaguru, uh Bajran, Kinchikishvili, Haji. Haji Aliyev, and then Yanni or Zane. That is a uh and that's who's on the infographic uh from from Restag, sixty five is going to be insanely fun. Whether it's the best weight, I don't know. I, I'll leave that to someone like Nomad or someone else. To yeah, yeah. Not. I hadn't. Th- I mean, I had thought about that, but I hadn't you like did not. broken it down in terms of number of medals and things like that. So yeah, that that would be a good one to write. I'll try and do that for you guys. Thanks, man. You're welcome. What's I mean, the temperature like down there? I mean, it's dude, been we're at like hot. it's like eighteen straight days or twenty straight days over. A uh, hundred degrees here, deep in the heart. Okay, because Nomad's wearing a long sleeve sweatshirt. Well, it's almost as though the inside temperature is different than the outside temperature. He's got a point mm. here. I have never really considered mm. this, but sometimes inside a place, no, it's cold here. It's a dang meat locker, especially in the mornings. Once once more people get here, they quit trying to freeze us out. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find. I saw a Instagram thing about how. Do you guys have the um, the temperature in your car. I do. Yeah, because mine just stays over 100 when I get in. Always. After work. Yeah. 
Yep, we're at we're at 17 days. Today will be the 18th day over 100, uh, provided we hit it, and uh, <clears throat> no end in sight. So so buckle up. It is yeah, not. that's a we thing. played uh, we played spike ball yesterday, and we we play in hot weather frequently. But I think yesterday was the hottest I ever remember playing out there. It was it was spe- just immediately recognize like this isn't gonna this be is, in, this is a yeah. special kind of heat. Yeah. Okay. Not sure why Willie cares. Oh yeah, because the sweatshirt brigade over here. Now, uh, Zahid Valencia, he's in a video uh, at Arizona State. He is not taking an Olympic red shirt. They did not get into his weight class though, did they? Wrestling Nomad. That was no, not mentioned. But I I speculated because you should very speculate. simply for two reasons. Number one, if if you're gonna go uh, for if you're gonna go for the Olympics, Zahid's Zahid's gonna go up. I assume, because he was 84 kilos as a junior, right? So 86 makes sense, which means 184 makes sense. It also makes sense for their lineup, yeah. where both Cade Belshay and Cordell Norfleet have a red shirt available. Well, So one of them goes up. Well, hold on, let me finish. One of them goes up, one of them red shirts. Then you can fit in Anthony or Shields at 74. And then you can also fit in uh, Maruka and Teamer, 49.57 in some order. So to get all those guys in, Zahid has to go up. Yeah, basically, to get Shields and Valencia in, he needs to. They need him to go up and Belch. Yeah, so it works great for their lineup. They're wrestling their best team. Their their best team in name is really really good. It's like you're gonna know a name at every single weight class. Now we'll see how they do with the lightweights, but um, they're they're gonna be good. We talked about this a I don't know month or so ago. Arizona State's gonna have a really really salty team this year. So excited for that and glad. And I think Zahid is not going to be the only NCAA guy that does kind of a hybrid schedule. Um, I don't want to say like Snyder because Snyder literally didn't enroll his first semester and it was kind of like a late decision to to pull his red shirt. But like could we see Spencer do that? I think Spencer will probably see him at the Open or something along those lines in December. Soriano wouldn't surprise me. Now Dayton, I think we all think is going to take the Olympic red shirt, which which makes sense. Um, but those are those are like the three guys that I can see doing kind of a, a hybrid thing. And there may be some I'm not currently thinking of. And, and by the the hybrid thing, right? So, and I put this in the articles. He qualified for an Olympic red shirt, not taking it. Mm-hmm. However, not qualified for Olympic trials. So what what would he have to do to get there? Well, he'd have to go to something like the Bill Farrell. That's November fifteenth to sixteenth in New York City, the pseudo open, right? The Senior Nationals Trials Qualifier. That's in Fort Worth. We talked about that last show, December twentieth to the twenty second, or the Dave Schultz, right? Dave Schultz. The dates haven't been set, but it's pretty much always been the last weekend in January because that's around the. I don't think anniversary is the right word, but. The anniversary of Schultz passing, um, which would be like the 30th of January to the 2nd of February. So those are kind of be the options for Zahid if he wants to qualify for the trials. So and basically one thing you were saying, one thing that's really interesting. So like in years past, like for world team trials, it's it's not that there's so many ways to get qualified. A lot of people are qualified, but Olympic trials, a lot fewer guys are are qualified right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That that yes. A lot of your guys are qualified, and that's the other thing is there are everyone's compacting, right? So before, where you could win the Schultz at sixty one and drop to fifty seven if you wanted, mm-hmm. 
that's that's not a thing this year, right? You have to win it at 57. You have to win the Feral at 65. You have to, you know, you have to place whatever top five at at the Open at 74. So, um, but yeah, it's so basically it's all the guys who have made a world team, uh, a senior world team, right? So like Zane's already qualified, right? Downey's already qualified, um, and then junior world champs, and then potentially any U23 world champs. So like David Card and Mason Paris are qualified. Okay. And then nice. like um, who's on the U23 team? Like no, Bo, no one knows. if Bo won <laughs> U23 Worlds, he could be qualified for the trials and then not have to go through some of these other things. Okay, cool. Um, Willie, let's just, yeah. why, don't, why don't you talk about something? Tell me what's popping. Yeah, I was hoping that we would do that on today's show. I, for real, like, most, most times I, like, think about the show, prepare for the show, look at the doc, or create the doc myself and really gear up for the show. Mm -hmm. But I, I I was hoping this show would be a little bit more conversational. Let's just talk about whatever, right? Let, you know, let's just talk about it. Let's give them something, give to, them talk something about. to talk about. That's what I've been thinking. Um, okay. Well, it. Let me know when you think I should uh, invite Sion on, because I told him I'd text him. He doesn't have an iPhone, unfortunately, so I have to actually type it on my phone like some sort of peasant. I can't just... Wow, wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's horrible. Horrible life. Text really. him. Text him now. Get him on here. All right. I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get him on. See on Wimps. Bracket cover for me. Yeah. So um, people are talking. And Kyle, talking are we doing things. anything? With, are we doing any kind of alien stuff today? Yeah, we are. Uh, I've, I've been, while well, you guys have been talking, I've been going back through and looking at some uh, FRL titles over yeah. over the years. Uh-huh. And I uh, was kind of picking out some of my favorites. Um, how about FRL 15? Uh, the title, We Don't Care What Your Record Is. Oh, okay. I wonder what that is. <laughs> what that? so what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. CP and Smalls dive into why they don't care about records and how Iowa pulled away from Mizzou and the rest of the field just a bit. Oh, did they? That was uh, March 10th, 2015. Wow. Hmm. So let's give a, we'll give a little bit of the arc. So episode one started with the one and only Ben Askren. Started with a bang. It was great. Um, I was super nervous for that. Episode two took some calls. The legendary Johnny, Johnny from Roanoke phoned in, mm -hmm. and uh, he asked the question that was on at least his mind, maybe other people's minds. We'll just leave it at that. How many uh, did I today? You know, not many. Oh boy, see here comes Sion rumbling in. Hey, pull up the chair. Let's share mic. What do you say? Uh, scoot in. Okay. Also, there's no he doesn't have headphones in, so Willie probably gonna have to be quiet here. Well, he does. Oh, he's got it. Sion's a pro. Sion, you got it. Oh wow. This Look is a that. really this is an obnoxiously long. If you're watching the video, we got about 12 foot of line here for Sion. So Sion Williams, when's the last time you were on the show, buddy? It's been a while, man. You, you keep banning me. No, that's a lie that you continue to perpetuate throughout history. Now. I was talking with David Bray, and uh, it sounds like you just got back from Las Vegas. Can you talk about it? Yeah, I was out in Las Vegas helping the guys get ready for the IBJJF uh, Grappling Championship. That's on Flow, live on Flow Grappling. Check it out. Great thing. You know, so, yeah, spent, uh, flew out Sunday night and flew back. Got back, what, about 1 o'clock last night? Okay. Uh, about 1 o'clock last night, so came straight into work, you know. You know, I thought about driving home, and I was like, you know what, man? 
what's the point of driving home? So I just like came into the pulling, came into the office, mm-hmm. pulled in one of the booth, mm-hmm. took a nap on one of the floors in one of the <laughs> sound booth, took a shower at the gym next door, ready to work. Wow. Now that's not really what what I'm asking about. Uh, I, I I heard there's there's rumblings that you you made uh, you made some money. I made some money, you know, like you know. All right. Uh oh. Oh, he got going it. Going into his pocket. You know, oh you, my gosh. You, you go to the craps table and you know you. you, you it, 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 oh my word! Those are hundreds. You know it, it went it went a little well, you know. So yeah, you see that there? Yeah, baby. Oh my. These are real bills. Oh, they're real. They're real, man. How you know? much money did you win? Uh, I want you know, the last two times at the craps table I was in, let me see, last in July I was on a cruise ship, um, made about five thousand, a little over five thousand on the cruise ship on the crap table. Oh my gosh! Um, at a boy. You know, craps is the only game I play. It's the only game you know in the hood. You got two dice, you can make money. So craps <laughs> is the only game, you know. Okay. You you won't see a roulette table on, on this on the street corner. Can relate. Okay, so. <laughs> let's let's talk to about some wrestling. All right, what's up? First, I want well. First of all, Uh-oh. congratulations, David Carr, uh, world champion, Iowa State. You know, he's first on. one since uh, well, he's first world champion. Um, Zach Thompson was the last one. He was a silver medalist back in what ninety six, ninety seven, one of those years. So, congratulations, David Carr. Looking forward to next season. So, Sion is back on the cyclone train. You know what, man? No, that's good. Like, you, you, no, you, we're glad. This is closure. This is what we need. Why, why, why do you keep saying that? I was never against Iowa State. Well, against. You came on the show many times and said you were not sold on Dresser. Mm-hmm. That happened. That happened. That happened. Multiple times. I, let, let's clear that up. I said he's a Hawkeye. I said I was not sold on a Hawkeye. He's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I'm happy the way the program is headed. <laughs> But you know, it, it still took it took some time to get used to the Hawkeye thing. So that's it. But as, as one of our listeners pointed out, Sion, you've never met a Hawkeye you didn't like. You meet you meet Mike Zadek, you meet Tony Ramos, you meet all these guys. You're like, nice guy, nice guy. He was a nice guy. I think is there is there a little theme here going? Well, you also remember what I said that pissed off all the Hawkeye fans too. What did you What's say? The, what was the difference? I don't remember what you said. When I said they were away from what what area? Where I'm not going, you know, I, I'm I'm a le- I'm a let sleeping dogs lie as they say. Well, now no one knows what you're talking about. When I said if you take them away from the pit, you call Carver Hawkeye Arena. Oh, a pit! You called it a pit. It is kind of technically so, a pit. Because so does that mean we're going to see you at who's number one? Nah, you're not coming to who's number one. Not coming to who's number one. Okay, fine. You weren't invited anyways. All right, I need some. Uh, we need a, a third party ruling here on the Zane Yanni arbitration. As well, as a completely biased uh, party, I would like to know what you think the arbitrator should ruled in terms of uh, the wrestle-off or not wrestling-off. Well, considering I was at the match. Nice. Super relevant. Yeah, I was at the match. I watched the, the rest of the match live, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hmm. This really, this differentiates you. <laughs> I thought it was the right call uh, with, at, the, at the match, you know. Which I, which right call? Penn State Sion. Wow. Why? See, see, that's what I mean. If I if I say that, but you know what? I'm also not the referee. You're right. I'm not the referee, so I can't. Uh, the referees. Well, the referee actually made the call because he's not the one who turned it over. But the board turned it over, and then that's why you know that's why they have the arbitration process. That's right. Um, 
kind of sucks now because you know one guy's hurt, one guy's at the top of his top of his game right now. So you know, it would be a great match if both of them were at a hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire here. All right, there's a duel. It's Iowa State versus Penn State. Iowa State. Where do you sit? Oh, really? You hey. you'll wear will you wear an Iowa State shirt? I'll probably be neutral. I'll wear a neutral shirt, but I'll be sitting with Iowa State because so you, you know, hey, I'm still a Cyclone first, okay. and I support my friend second. Okay. Why don't you organize a uh, a tournament mm-hmm. of teams coached by former Cyclones? Yeah. Or a dual a dual extravaganza right? like the cowboy the cowboy duels right, which is all just Oklahoma State guys. Why don't Why don't you get the the Cyclone throwdown? That's, that'd be a good duel, you know. You'd have Wisconsin, you'd have Penn State, you'd have Drexel, you'd have UNC. Where else we got some Cyclone? UNC? Uh, Northern Colorado. <coughs> he went to Cornell. Well, no. Uh, his assistant coach went to Iowa State. Oh, so now it's assistant coaches? Well, hey, this could you be said a, coaches, man. You said very, coaches. This could be a very robust duel. Yeah. But, but okay. I, I think Penn State and um, Wisconsin wrestled this year, you know. I know a bunch of alumni are planning on going to that match to, uh, you know, I think we're going to try to drag Bobby out of his uh, cave in Iowa and then uh, that was, uh, get him there. That was the annual tough duel for Penn State last year. I think it's going to be more interesting this year. You know, they add uh, – Going to Iowa. Gross. Oh, yeah, that duel, yeah. Penn State and uh, Wisconsin going to be interesting. You know, they add gross. They, they, they beefed up their lineup a little. Yeah. So that's going to be a pretty exciting duel. I know, like I said, a lot of alumni are playing. Iowa State is going to do it. Bono wants to honor Bobby at that match. So we're going to try to drag everybody out to go check that out. We're also doing the Iowa State alumni uh, Iowa versus Iowa matches here. I plan on being there. That's, uh, what, right November, after the November, November 24th. 20th. Yep. So I'm going to be there. Being Hilton Coliseum, it's actually – been a while since I've been to a wrestling match in Hilton Coliseum, so I'm looking forward to being there for that match this year and hopefully get that win over the Hawkeyes. Okay. It's been a long time. It's been a I long time. I was at time. the last the last one, too. The last time they won? Yeah. 2005. Wow. Hawkeye Arena. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to that one again. Well, good. Let's get it done this year. All right. It's going to be a big year for the Cyclones. It uh, is. They're going to have a really good team. I'm excited for Excited to watch them. Um, yeah. Sion. So, Christian, I want to always ask you, man, okay. why are you always biased against uh, Penn State and Kale? How am I biased? I pick all their wrestlers know, to win. I say that they're the best. They, I say they have the best coaches. I say they have the best wrestlers. I don't know what else. How could I be? Because uh, you, you say it with a smirk. Like you're being sarcastic. I'm, I'm a smirker. It's uh, it's obvious. Why would you can't see? Here's how sarcasm works. It's like <laughs> if I'm like, oh wow, nice shirt, Nomad. That's that's yeah. That's sarcastic. You can't sarcastically say Penn State has the best wrestlers and best coaches when it is like empirically true. Yeah. And that if you're a, if you're a young wrestler and you choose to go to Penn State, it makes a lot of sense for you to do that because they have a track record of developing talent that is the best in the country. What do you think, Willie? Do you think uh, CP's full of crap? <sighs> full of crap? As no, I think he genuinely believes that Penn State is producing the best uh, wrestlers right now. Um, I mean, I do think that there's. I mean, listen, Penn State doesn't give us a whole lot to work with, you know, as far as uh, media. But then again, they don't give a whole lot of anybody to, a lot to work with. 
as far as access and you know yeah. interviews and stuff like that. I, I'll say my perspective. I'm I'm anti dynasty. Wow. Right. He's been so like, I, so even with I Rome. Want, he was yeah, like that. Yeah, with Rome. yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of, of Roman Empire. So I like <laughs> when a variety of teams win uh, championships over a ten year span, as opposed to just one. Like I don't want, you know, if and when Penn State's run ends, whenever in the next thirty years, I don't want then you know Ohio State to go and run. Then I would go and run. I want there to be like different teams every year. Yeah, Penn State can can win. I just I don't want one team winning all the time. As long but that's as Kale's job is to win all the time. That's just like it's Tom Brand's job. It's like it's Tom Ryan's job. So if Penn State don't win, Iowa State wins. That's that. As long as those two teams win, that's all that matters, right? Even so, trading yeah. would be good. Even trading. Would all be right, they could trade between the two teams. Yeah, sure. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not biased at all, you know. Not biased. Unbiased not at all. Deion Williams. All right. Well, hey, you got anything else? Any? You gonna interview me any further? Or you gonna get out of my business? Get out of your business, man. You're the one that keep putting yourself in my business, bro. I don't know. You know, CP means. picks on me in the office, you know. See, I, I, you you are the biggest ball buster in the history of flow sports. You are, you'll walk to the restroom as people are sitting there working and be like, ain't y'all got anything to do? Ain't y'all got work to do? Man, I haven't used that line in at least two months. Okay. And also, well, you see, used I'm, it so consistently for like five years that, you know... It's the two month run is not that impressive. Also, Sion is one of those guys that like uh you know, if I walk past Nomad I might might give him a little you know, hit him on the shoulder or something. What's up, bud? How's it going? Sion will be he'll come past and he'll he'll push you and you will I will fly like thirty yes. feet. Like he does it way too hard. That's the most annoying thing he does. I'll be walking I won't even be like looking at him and he'll like he thinks it's hilarious just to shove you hard and like make you stumble. So I don't know if you guys can wait, tell. Sion's bigger it, than all of us. Is it is it that shove you hard? Is it just that y'all just too wimpy? I don't think it's that. It's that no, it's very rare in the course of a work day that someone will shove you with a significant portion of, of their strength. I barely touch you and you fly across oh, the room. Here we go. Here we go. It's just he's so Willie. He's so powerful and we're just so weak. See, this is the whole yeah. point, Sion. Exactly. This is exactly what, what I was saying. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm going to just start going up to people and just right cross across their face and say, I'm sorry if you can't take it. I'm just sorry. super powerful. I didn't realize you were a wimp and couldn't get punched in the face with regularity. So I, I got a question. So who y'all oh, taking in the Zane-Yanni uh, match? Oh, man. What, what's your opinions on that? You know, I, I didn't hear it. I don't know if y'all talked about it, but I, I'm interested in that. It's really tough because on the one hand, you, there's, there's evidence that Yanni is better. But... When Zane just had to focus on Yanni and Yanni alone, we saw what happened. It was very, very different. So that makes me think coin flip. But then I factor in injury, and so I'm like a slightly Yanni, except for the fact that Zane has to win one and Yanni has to win two. It's it's a completely unique scenario that they're gonna find we're gonna find themselves in. So it, you not only have to pick a guy once. It's not like who's gonna win best two out of three. Yanni's got to win two. So I think I, I think with all that factored in, I think I will pick Yanni, but with with no degree of I, I was far more certain not to say I was completely certain about Dake, but I picked Dake. I feel more comfortable <laughs> picking Dake than I do picking Yanni. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so like 
with that arbitration, do you think like you know they should have at those do at the matches they should have that arbitration so they just get it settled on that day? They put a three panel. It's not possible. Why not? I you mean, know? it's literally like it's completely separate. It's not a wrestling thing. It's like something completely outside of. I mean, yeah, ideally, no. The the uh, how long it took, I thought it was ridiculous, and it's ridiculous to Zane, I think, especially to ch- to have. Two over two months where you're in limbo, whether you're the guy or not, after your hand was raised twice, I think is is bad. That is not a good thing, and he should have had, he deserved resolution quicker than that. But I I think they tried, and, and I don't know, I don't know anything about the legal process, and uh, it is unfortunate that it that it took that long. What's the last, the last time was what was the Linlin Siraki back in two thousand? Didn't they do that one twice? <laughs> yeah. That was part of the issue was it somehow the first arbitration wasn't binding, which is part of the issue. So it was arbitration, arbitration, went up to the Supreme Court, came back down to the appellate court, the whole thing. So you think they should set a time limit for, like, this happened, if it happened this week, they need to set a time limit, let's get it done in the next month, period. Yeah, there needs to be some process at that I don't think, but I think it's outside of the control. I think it's probably a U.S. OPC thing now. Yeah. USO, what is that? United so, States all right, I'm trying to get this rebrand down. The United States Olympic Committee is now the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee. Yes. And the Olympic Training Center, formerly known as the OTC, is now the Olympic and Paralympic Training Center. So we have to call it the OPTC and the USOPC. And that's going to take me a little when, bit. When did they change this? Very recently. It was, a month ago. Yeah, it was within this year. Oh, two I months ago. So. I didn't either, and I will probably forget to call it that. Um, as soon as I refuse to call yeah. that. Are you guys going no, to the world championships? You can't refuse. I will, yes. And I wish I can. Somebody got to stick <laughs> around here, but I, I, I got to stay here. Me and Willie will be here. overseas for about two weeks. You're going overseas with Willie for two weeks? Yeah. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Amen. Hopefully he doesn't get pepper sprayed. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> we'll try. We'll keep, see keep him out of the clubs, you know. Make sure That's relatively easy. Yeah, he's a hermit. I don't know, man. Willie looks like he's one of those persons when you know. Oh boy, this is gonna get bad. It's not the, <laughs> it's not the, cl- it's not the clubs. It's the, you know. I'm not a club guy. Yeah, yeah. I like the, to go to a local tavern, but yeah, local I don't tavern. know any local tavern. Big or, tavern. Or, or keep him off the street corners too. You know, he might. All right. See you on Williams, everyone. <laughs> I'll see you later. later. Okay. The we'll jump right back in. Hey. Why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go back? We're doing some fun recaps. So, episode three was when the game changed, and we had Willie come on board for FRL, and he's been on basically ever since. Sometimes not, sometimes yes, but he's been been Willie and me from that point on. That was January nineteenth, two thousand fifteen, in the year of our Lord. Um, and then one thing I thought. Uh, one of our bigger shows, one that kind of launched it, was when we absolutely destroyed the seeds in 2015 when they came out, Willie. <laughs> and then we had Jason yeah. Borelli on, and we're like, answer for this. And uh, that was really cool. That whole thing jumped my knowledge of the seed process so, like, so much. Yeah. And outside of a few people within NWCA, I'd say I'm in, like, the highest percent now of actually understanding how that process works. That's when we found out that losses didn't matter. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. 
which was a crazy development. Which is still the case. Still the case. Um, okay. What were we talking about on episode what 100? Some other, uh, some other what? Other big topics on FRL history. Uh, Green Marable. Green Marable was definitely like the next big thing when Marable didn't make way, but it was like he got a concussion trying to make way, but probably not really. Everybody was like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, that was a big one. Uh, obviously, the Olympics were big. Uh, when we, the moment we watched the rules video with the step out uh, calls, that that rules video in like 2015, 2016, that was definitely that was a big one. A, that was a big one. Episode, let's look, 100. This is not pretty nondescript. We're talking about Pan Ams for episode 100. Episode 200. It's got this pulled up on Spotify. It's a lot faster. Um, I'm trying to think what were big topics. Ooh, here you go. Episode 70, Folk Style Sick, We Have the Cure. Wow, what a title. That's a good one. Wow. Wow. FRL 200, Downey at Iowa State again, and Sajalayev at unseated at World. So we were probably mad that Sajalayev wasn't going to be seated, even though he was clearly the best wrestler on the planet-ish at that point in time. Episode 92, Who's Actually Biased? Yeah, I don't know what that could mean, <laughs> but that's a fair oh, question. Th- right before 100, uh, the national duel stuff. Oh, yeah, that was a huge topic. Oh my gosh, yeah, with uh, Orange Gate. That's one of the bigger Orange Gate. Mm. That was classic. Did Dresser? Did we have Dresser on? Yeah, that was awesome. So that was after you went on Tom Ryan too, right? And then we had Tom Ryan announce the matchups, I think, and then you had Dresser on later. Okay, after he said Orange Gate. That was <laughs> that was all time drama. Oh, you guys announced the Bill Zadix hiring mm-hmm. on the show. Yep, that, that was, was a good one. Disaster. Not the Bill Zadix hiring. Not the Bill Zadix thing. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, like <laughs> Willie operates about eight to ten seconds behind. <laughs> like, hold on. It's like, Please it's tell me. Yeah. yeah, I liked uh, FRL 143. Russia is an embarrassment to wrestling. <laughs> hey, we are nothing if not oh. consistent. That's true. Was that not? I wonder what that was about. Was Olympic that about the gun at juniors? It could have been that. I bet it's about their Olympic trials when they oh, put yeah. when they did Musakayev so so dirty. And FRL then, 157. You can beat Penn State. No, you can't. No, that was wrong. We walked that one back. Walked that one back. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't say who we were talking. It could have been about anyone. Maybe it was. We didn't we, say. Maybe we said. In, Maybe in said Russia in football, State. yeah. It um, could have been football, and we could have been talking about like the Patriots. In which case, <laughs> yeah. we're right again. Hey, episode one sixty four. I'm our controversy, December twenty sixteen. Who knows? Do you remember it's this? Is that, is that when he nope. smeared his head? Possibly in? you though. What did Imar ever do that was controversial? It's uh, so the the timestamps: Isaac Jordan versus Isaiah Martinez, and Imar versus Daniel Lewis are the two. So, I don't know. I don't know. Could mean anything. I don't remember Imar being super controversial. Nor I. FRL 182. Hmm. Downey's dismissal, uh, comma, adults ruin high school wrestling. What? Why did they ruin? Oh, that was the Central <laughs> Dolphin thing. I think so, yeah. Do you remember that, Willie? That was a big one. That was, that was a big one. Cumberland, uh, Cumberland Valley? Is that what they're called? Yes, yeah. CV. Yeah. That was bad. They, that was a four forfeit situation or what was that i don't know but somebody, the coaches ended up they, screaming at each other in a very crazy yeah, way Yeah, because somebody got hurt but then they laid down but then the other team did it or something like that 
Yeah, I think they took turn taking dives. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, and the adults ruined that. That was the adults. Adults frequently yeah. ruin wrestling. Um FRL one eighty three, Suriano and seating scenarios, and then just carried over for about the next twenty episodes, <laughs> Nick Suriano. <laughs> just Yes. The Yanni Zane update was, I think Yanni Zane like paled in comparison to the number of just frequency of times oh, yeah. we talked about Suriano. Yes. Now, here's what I want to know. When did you guys start coming on the show? It was when I moved here. So I found, yeah. I think it was a little bit before 200. What? Okay. Yeah. I thought it would have been before then. I, I, I think there was like a 196. I saw me and Dan on the couch. Okay. Yeah, there, yeah, there was a, it was, it was the, that spring of, um, spring of 2017. 17? Yeah. Really? Really? Okay. Really? really, do you remember when you uh, fought the whole gaming community? <laughs> oh. <laughs> when, FRO when 196, the Boise BS, comma, gamers are athletes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I, no, I hope Willie wasn't gamers. alone in that fight. No, he wasn't. It was just hilarious. All those gamers came on Twitter at us. Yeah, that you incited good. a riot. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That's there was funny. A lot of talk about living in your mom's basement and <laughs> eating Doritos and chugging Mountain Dew. Well, if the shoe fits, gamers. How yeah. about uh, FRL 242? Apparently, Thomas Gilman went full Gilman last night. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was the greatest. Well, they invited Thomas Gilman to fight night. That was the greatest. Everybody they, they, got up in arms about Gilman going overboard and Gilman using curse words and Gilman. Ah, that's disrespectful. You invited Thomas Gilman <laughs> to a thing called Fight Night. At a bar. Not that he probably, not that he drinks, but it's, it's, it's a very Fight Night atmosphere. It wasn't at the, I don't know, local Presbyterian church. It was at a bar. It was called Fight Night. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he said some audacious things that, uh, yeah. That was crazy. And then you have all these other people trying to get us to rip Iowa and Gilman as a result. Uh, and then well, and then did they not immediately say we're never having that again? I don't think yes. they've had it since. There's been no fights. <laughs> yeah. There's there's been peace in Iowa <laughs> since uh Gil That was Gilman. Hey, if you watched the uh if you watched if you watched the wire, Gilman going to fight night was like when Marlo disbanded the co-op. Mm. After he says I killed Prop Joe, and then he says, I'm tired of these meetings. We're done with it. Prices to brick going up, and then he leaves. So if you watch The Wire, Out. that's literally what just happened. If you haven't watched The Wire, get on it. Yes, all of those things. That's literally what happened. Um, so we talk about Iowa a lot for good reason. They win trophies. They have some of the, you know, they have. Interesting storylines. Interesting storylines, right? They have, they've led the world in attendance 12 straight years. FRL 244, Iowa re Question mark. Free the Lee, sauna stupidity. So, like, they went from Thomas Gilman, a super polarizing athlete, to Spencer Lee, who is not polarizing, but there's just so much attention attention on this LeBron James-like figure, right? This kid who Willie wrote an article about where he was going to high school and won world title after world title after world title. Um, so, that, so there was a clean... 
like there or there wasn't a clean break rather i was 125 it's just been center of attention on numerous frls for i mean hundreds of episodes yeah and now we're here talking about all this stuff i thought frl 368 title was funny it just says americans are wrestling for other countries <laughs> i know that's pretty recent but it's just a funny title it's uh and it's an accurate title it is happening. <coughs> a lot of people asking about if Mason Paris now is going to join uh, another country. I hope not. Oh, Although man. you would have to figure France with Paris, but who knows? See, we always talk about Penn State and their guys being healthy, and yet for three straight years we've had Seriano injury, mm-hmm. Nolf injury, mm-hmm. and now Zane injury. Um, now all of them have Shakur. been kind of fl- oh yes, Shakur. Yeah, now all of them have been kind of fluky. It seems. But there's always been, like, one major injury for Penn yeah, State. Yeah, it was kind of a years. thing. Yeah, they won, they won nationals that one year. Suriano was, like, the two seed and didn't take the mat. That was pretty crazy. How about the 10-year – or um, not the 10-year, but the 2005 Oklahoma State versus the Penn State team yeah. that had five champs? That pissed a lot of people off. Namely Penn State people. Yep. Uh, yep, that did make them mad. It wasn't that they got mad. It was, like, the level of how mad they got because the duel can never happen. And I just feel like a lot of them weren't putting enough respect on that 05 team's name. Yeah, because they didn't know who they, they were. They don't know who Nathan yeah. Morgan was. Uh, so don't know how good oh, the did, was. They did respond with a funny video, though. Like, they got heated, and I think they maybe, like, were like, maybe we got we went too hard. Because and then Zane uh, pinned Bracky. Why was it? Yeah. yeah. That was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one that lost. I know, even I won. I forget who I beat. I think Luke Gardner. Cause he he yelled at me on Twitter. Yeah. No, the the Penn Gardner. State actual reaction was fine. This is their fans that went. Yeah. What, Willie? Nothing. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to say it again. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't say it. Well, I said it, but just a quote. FRL two ninety three. Bad audio. Slightly better content. That was your title. That's good. Slightly better content. So bad audio, medium content. That should be in our iTunes uh, description. Bad audio, medium content, though. We should just title it that one. We should just title it. Sorry about this one, guys. Don't listen. (laughs) Just download. Don't listen. Um, Okay. Any other funny titles? No. No. Sounds oh, like no. you know, no one one thing we did that was fun on radio where we went over like the best wrestlers of the last like five or ten years. Or, I don't know if it was ten. Yeah, it was ten. It was it was a while. I've scrolled past it, but well, we yeah, did that, that was good. For that was every fun. single weight, and I well, felt great about all of them. And then, no offense, John Reader, but then I picked John Reader, not Ed Ruth, at one seventy four. I really, really. Felt like I was stupid. How about uh, all of the segments <laughs> we've done one time and never done again? Yes. Mm-hmm. Willie Good. Prayers. Right. Willie Prayers. Um, there was another Willie one. Um, we did one uh, Tinder-related, like swipe right. Oh, swipe, swipe right. Swipe left. I, ca- I can't remember <laughs> that. I didn't like doing that one because I couldn't remember which swipe direction meant <laughs> yeah, what Matt. thing. Nomad can help you out with that. <laughs> Nomad. That's, that's why. I think this was pre-Nomad, too. If we had the Tinder section... With Nomad, it probably would have taken off and been our biggest one. Alien Hour with Kyle Bracky is definitely our longest standing actual segment. Actual <laughs> segment by a long shot. Um, 
There are some other segments we've done, but I can't remember them because we only did them once. That's the power of the segments. Uh, speaking of Kyle Brackey, he's an alien aficionado. He's back from the road. I don't think we've had a, an alien hour since you yeah, were we, on the road. We haven't. It's we been haven't. a long time. People, people want it. People want it. Now, uh, Kyle Brackey, please give it to them. Okay, so <laughs> one of uh, the biggest uh, cryptoids of all time. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster. I don't think we've talked about him yet. And I'm not just going to go over like the backstory of him. He's in the news recently for a couple different reasons. Um, recently, though, because uh, a team of scientists has taken about 250 water samples from various depths of uh, the water that he was supposedly seen in. <laughs> and uh, they want to just like disprove all the theories that it could be um or how people were seeing this thing and um they are going to release their complete findings in september uh but they supposedly have a plausible theory for the loch ness monster just based um, out of water samples well yes yeah, so they let me the dna from the water samples was a extracted and sequenced resulting in about 500 million sequences that have now been analyzed against existing databases so, got it. They're going to tell us how the Loch Ness monster was able to exist in September. And, oh. it, and according to them, it is plausible that it did exist. So basically how it could live in the lake. Yeah. This murky how it became lake. to be and that it's real. Or okay. was real. Mm, possibly still real. And then also it's in the news because someone uh created a Facebook group like the Area 51 uh except <laughs> For the Loch Ness monster, and it's called Storm Loch Ness. Nessie can't hide from us all. <laughs> <laughs> and it also says we're gonna find that big boy. <laughs> That's B-O-I. <laughs> hey, good luck to you. Uh, so far, only twenty thousand people have accepted that one, where it was like two million with the Area Fifty One. That's big. Um, when all is the Area Fifty One getting stormed? Uh. Is that September also? I think it's yeah. a quarter to never. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to happen. Uh, also, I'm a little concerned because people keep seeing Mothman in Chicago. Uh-oh. Do yeah. they really? Yeah. The Mothman normally... Exactly. He is a bad omen. For those of you that don't know, he is a bad omen. And when you see him... Does Chicago need any more bad omens? Seriously. I Listen, I don't make the rules. People are seeing They already him. lead the nation in deaths. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know. That's I know. that's what's most alarming. That's what's concerning to me. Maybe he's a, the Mothman is just late. Has he ever been late? He's like, sorry, oh. he's been here like ten years ago. Yeah, maybe maybe he like overslept or something. Yeah. Could that that's more, more plausible. Willie, do you for a second believe the Loch Ness monster is real? Uh, no, I I think there could be something I think there could be a species in there that's big. I don't think there's a freaking dinosaur in there. There ain't no dinosaur. You know? They, I mean, listen, there's they... Um, I'll give you a hint. It's fish. They're, uh... Water's crazy, man. There's there's stuff in the ocean. They find new stuff in the ocean. Exactly. They find new stuff in the ocean all the time. Water's right, the crazy. ocean. I mean, man. that's... I mean, no, that's facts. But, um... Water's crazy, dying. man, is definitely a sentence that is probably said in the Area 51 storming. They'll just be like talking <laughs> to him like, 
Water's crazy, man. He's right, though. They find all kinds of weird creatures down there. I know, but not not so much in Scottish lakes. All right, that's if what it you was think. In the ocean. That There's is what octopuses I think. in Oklahoma, CP, and they're killing people <laughs> at an alarming rate. Well, I mean, I say this like something like this, right? Um, that's a really good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Hey, all right. I was watching. Uh, you ever watch those Jeremy Wade shows? Fishing. They're fishing shows, right? No, you don't watch them. No. There's, it's okay. So Jeremy Wade, he's this British guy, and he goes fishing for like big, big. They're called river monsters. Oh yeah. Caleb loves this show. He we were watching it yes. yesterday. That guy's awesome. Does he go wading so, into the water? Children. No. Well, yeah, actually, he does. But uh, okay. So I was watching this one yesterday, and a Greenland shark was found in in England. Right now. Mm-hmm. It's not a monster. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a Loch Ness monster. It's not a dinosaur. But Greenland sharks are not supposed to be in England. You know what I mean? So maybe there is something funky in the in the Loch Ness. But who knows what it is? Who knows what it is? I'm gonna say fish. All right. Thank you. Good update from Kyle Brackey. Also, I forget. Who sent that tweet? But someone was listening to the emergency uh, FRL that was on Friday. And while he was listening to it, he was behind a car yeah. that had the license plate 911 FRL. Wow. Listening to our emergency episode. Did, was, did, did he take a, a picture? He took a picture. He is took it, a picture. Is it in QSMFs? It's, no, it, it's an older one. Look, check. Kyle replied to I it. Did, it's not letting me see it because that account's protected. Oh, what? Let me see it. I'm going to have to get on my personal. He got to get on his personal. I was on flow. Unprotected account, man. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's get to to some questions from friends. We have so many. Ben Randolph, next non-big team to win a team title. I mean. Cornell? If there's going to be one. Next, not this year, but next. Okie State, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like their window, not that their window's shut, they're always going to be in the mix, but the foreseeable future, the, in the, if you're looking, most Cornell's going to have a shot before them, but maybe not. I don't know. So yeah, maybe. So based on um, Q Penn State fans laughing, uh, based on recruiting rankings, right? Cornell's been like, like, Number one in 2017, like number three this past year, and then they're like 2020, they've got a really good class coming in. 2021, they, so they could have like you know three or four top five classes over the span of five years, and then like Oklahoma State's number one next year, and then they'll still have Dayton and all these guys, and then right. they, you know they develop a Preston Weigel. So those two, based on recent history and recruiting class rankings, um, would be the most likely. Yeah, could it be? I mean, I don't think it's gonna. Happen. I don't know. NC State every once in a while has like a year that, I mean, if they make a push, you know, they're recruiting very well. Um, sometimes they peak well, although sometimes they don't. But uh, I don't know. The Highleys, like Morris, Renan, yeah, they 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 definitely could. I, I see them making a trophy push potentially in the next couple of years with some of the guys they have. They're always going to have dudes at different weights. So I yeah, I like NC State in there. Um, it's tough to say like. Virginia Tech's going to be really, really good, but are they going to make, make – I mean, national championship, that's going to be really tough. Arizona State's really, really good. 
But national championship, I don't know. Well, and I feel like uh, maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember if it was a specific ACC coach or all of them kind of collectively said it. But they said the quote-unquote like easy part is going from 10 to 5. Right. Right? The hard part is like sure. that Next. 5 to 4, 4 to 3, that part. I feel like they all kind of said that because they're, you know, UNC, NC State, Virginia Tech, right? They're all making these these jumps, um, right? Pick coming up. Um, who do you, who do you feel? That's <clears throat> that's one. But who do you feel is like the the team most on the come up? I mean, you know, Cornell's been in that sort of top tier for a long time. I mean, Missouri has done well, like right. non Big Ten. You know, NC State's there. Who do you feel? What programs you feel are like going to achieve things as a team um, above their historic level? And and like Pitt was one team I was thinking about. Like I think Pitt could be good under Gavin more than so than they have in the recent past. Well. I guess you can't say Iowa State because they've literally won national titles, but um, I think considering the how low they got, they're a team on the on the come up for sure. I was gonna say <clears throat> uh, Big Ten, Wisconsin, non Big Ten, UNC. UNC's one I thought be- about. You know who's gonna be Christian good, man. Iowa State has won national titles. What about you? You know who's I? gonna be? Yep, you and I. You know who's going to be good? It might take like eight more years, five more years. I'm serious. Fresno State. Fresno State. Here's my thing with Fresno. Forgive me for shooting for shots fired at California, but like I think California is good, but just like at the next level, I don't know. I don't see, one, them getting the tier one guys, and two, I think they're going to have a lot of good good dudes but I, I just think they're gonna have a hard time getting the elite of the elite well but that's part of the argument right is that the mm-hmm. the talent part of the argument yeah and and again it may not be borne out but you know those guys right right coach Steiner and coach uh, Silva they believe that keeping the guys home especially the specific area that they're in will have better yep. results um, just yep. like a lot of kids want to stay home right that particular area, though, is, mm-hmm. is one of those those areas where it seems like kids want to more so than others. And until you know, until yes. now, they haven't had an option. So it may not be borne out, but that's that's the theory, and it's up to them to try and prove it. That's a good point. And also, I, I do. I mean, if you said, "Hey, Fresno State's gonna be a top ten team in five years," I would not. I would not be surprised. I literally would not be surprised mm-hmm. if that happened. If they eventually their trajectory was like that, and they started to flirt with the top five, that wouldn't really surprise me. Um, but I just, yeah, and maybe there's just something magical to staying home, but there's just not that many Valencias and Imars and uh, et cetera. And the ones, so, yeah. the ones that there are, I feel like go away from home or in the past have gone away from home, and there has been a great deal of their elite guys um, uh, not panning out. Um, but, you know, as the theory goes, maybe – it's a really close knit community, and maybe if they stay home, they'll have a better rate of of uh, converting to college success. But uh, 
I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Fresno State. Um, who else? Anybody else? Well, to me, they're like since Fresno is reinstated, so I added them. But to, to me, there's there's three schools that have the um, the high school talent to pull from that could change the game. Rutgers, Illinois, Fresno State, right? That's, big a, states, that's another big one. Big state public schools that have a lot of high school talent that can produce on the next level. That's you you got to harness all one. of that, and it's hard, but those are the three that can do it. Illinois, I mean, if you look at if you look at how much success the high schoolers have in the state of Illinois and the state of California, I mean, they're, they have among uh, more yeah. ranked than anybody, and they don't. I mean, I think I think there was a year or two ago, maybe last year. Uh, um, Parker, Emory Parker was the only AA, and he lost in the first round and came all the way back. He was the only AA from the whole state of Illinois. Yeah, uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna put Illinois on there. I mean, the, the same's been true forever. Illinois has been good forever in, at the high school level, and they're just not. I, they're not making it happen. So I, I, I'm not gonna. But yeah, I think Rutgers is is interesting. Um, for sure. I'm curious about Penn. They're like really all in there. The administration's behind it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough, just Ivy stuff, but they're in the mix with a lot of recruits. They're getting a lot of recruits. Good energy there. So I, I could see Penn I'm gonna, slowly. I'm going to plug a piece of content that I did. Wow. Because, uh, Uh-oh. Well, so I it, it, I started doing this Uh-oh. thing right of uh, in state talent right and and how much teams are relying on it. Uh, so I did. I've already done Penn State. I've done Ohio State. I'm gonna do Iowa next. Since 2012, 64 uh, percent of Ohio State's team points at NCAA's have come from Ohio natives, and in like 2012, 2014, it was over 90 percent. Mm. So, um, you know, Penn State. Obviously, Ohio State. Obviously, two power states getting Boku points from in-state. So that's why I'm saying potentially Fresno, Illinois, Rutgers. Whether that's borne out, sure. But those are the three that have the potential. Well, that, change those the are game. also Big Ten teams. <laughs> Question was non-Big Ten. Yeah, sure. But we kind of transitioned to something a little different. That's why I also like Pitt. Pitt. I mean, Gavin, good technician. Good. It seems to be good leader. And he's in, you know, Whippeal and good arm drag, Ohio area. So, okay, that was one question. It's a good one though. This uh, Nikki Flo, if you guys got a full year of training under Kale, do you think you could beat the thirty third seed at NCAs at your preferred weight? Absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. There, do you know? There are many. Penn State does not qualify ten every single. There are people that are there for years <clears throat> and that have talent. Under Kale. That are in shape. Yeah. It's really, really hard to win a match at Nationals. And think how hard it would be for us. Maybe Bracky. I'll give Bracky an outside shot. One year with Kale. Get, suck you down to 125. Could you beat the 33 seed? Who was it this year? <laughs> I, oh, I love We're going to put a name to it. Uh, let me see. Hold on. <laughs> I just I needed another level right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now, buddy. Could you beat Could you beat Shakur Laney? No. No, we couldn't beat no. Shakur Laney. I'm very well aware. No, that I cannot beat Shakur Laney. Um, I'm pulling him up right now. 
final brackets. Dang it, slow down. The site keeps moving. Okay, here we go. Um, Trey Shalafu versus Willie Girard was the 33 and 32. I don't know. <laughs> Shalafu beat Schnuck no. pretty good. Um, feels like a no. Yeah. Feels like, like a, a Those feels like guys a no. are pretty good. Those guys are pretty good. I mean, a year of training. I mean, feels like college wrestlers put a lot of their lives feels into like, this you know thing. Years these guys put in? It's crazy. So, feel no. like it's an unreasonable question. It's a definite no. Okay. But happy to put that in perspective for you guys. Did I buy my wife a safe car yet? Um, no, but we're addressing the wow. issue. We're addressing. Here's. Do you not want to buy her a safe car because you have no good car ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I could raise Kyle Brecky's hand. Right I now. have good car ideas. Here's here's gonna be the resolution for the time being. I'm gonna start driving the van, and uh, she's gonna drive the drive my car. And if something should happen to me. You know what? It'll be fine. But uh, oh my I'm, god, you're gonna drive the van? Mm-hmm. That it's is what? That's the easiest way to get a new car. Switch. Christian will buy himself a new car within <laughs> five days. No, if the car breaks in five days, yeah, sure. But um, how's that Tesla treating you? <laughs> yeah, I wish. It's, no, it's pronounced Toyota. Um. Bailey Brown, this was a pre-answered question, the first first ever. Poem time, submitting a question for Flo. It surely would help us to know. Of all of your men, I'm wondering when will Sion be back on the show? Today, mm. Bailey Brown. If Hall redshirts, Chinzo to 74, Manville to 65? Question mark, asked Ben Phillips. That's also I'm, assuming Manville doesn't Olympic redshirt. It's also, yes, that. Wow. I think <laughs> what I, in the Sam hell? Oh boy, we gotta get out of here. Boy, he just flicked the fire out of some bug <laughs> crawling <laughs> on them. Golly, I got I got good. shooters in the back of me. Um, I hear Staraki may get a go at seventy four for the for the We Are's Carter. Yeah, I, that's what my theory was the whole time. Shinzo sixty five, Staraki seventy four. Um, or vice versa. Why would uh, Chenzo go up? Carter, I don't want to see Carter Shiraki down at 65. He got it's big. Here we go. Willie really? doesn't think anyone's big. Willie thinks Logan Stevens should probably go 57 for uh, No, that's not true. I just – I mean, Willie, the last that was, time – That was you a definite did, you early said that. theme. That was an early theme of FRL. Willie thinks everyone is way smaller sure. than they actually are. Sure. Yeah, cut sure. him down. Sure. I was – I used to be a – big cut guy i used to be like ah, he can't make it sure but i'm not saying that carter Staraki. i'm not saying that i'm saying the last time i saw him he could make 65 <laughs> now that was that was in march i mean he was wrestling 170 wasn't he yeah i seem to remember him being very big i don't know he wasn't at 82 he was a 70 he definitely spent time at 82 yeah uh, so did Patrick Kennedy. What do you think Patrick Kennedy is? Yeah, good point. You, you can't always base it on... Carter uh... Soraki is bigger than Patrick Kennedy. Okay, well... Uh, the point is, 65-74, I think... I mean, maybe maybe the obvious answer is Chenzo 65 
Staraki 74, but um, I could see that being flip flopped. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I think Staraki's in there somewhere. Yeah. This year. How do you think he does this year? I like him. You do? I like him. If there's going to be a year where Mark called red shirts and and there's this and that and there's a lot of uncertainty not only in the Penn State lineup because it's 2020 and there's a lot of uncertainty because of other, you know, Miles Amin and this and that and people are doing this. I mean, this would be the year to use Staraki. I mean, it makes a lot of sense in my opinion. I think he's... I think he's dang good enough. I think he's yeah. dang good enough that by the end of the year, you give him reps, you have him in that Penn State room, you give him reps, hit, do a lot of tournaments. I mean, not one of those situations where you hold him out early and he just starts getting going December, uh, January 1. Use him I think he's time. ready. I think he's ready by the end of the year, by, by February, March. Um and I know we said it a million times, but you consider Miles Amin, Mark Hall, Zahid moving up. up, David McFadden possibly moving down. I mean, it's wide open. Yeah, it, re- it really is. I mean, and really, can he place? Can he place high, right? That's the, the- yeah, my thought with Carter Staraki is if he goes this year, we're going to look back in four or five years, and he's going to be a three-time All-American. We're going to be like, how did he not play? He's like, oh, yeah, he went right away as a freshman. You know, he got beat by some fifth-year senior at NCAAs. Like, that's kind of what I – like, Carter will be very, very good, but even with all those vac- uh, guys vacating, I don't know that he can place. It's just hard. True for, even even now with all the – with guys coming in better prepared, it's hard for true freshmen to place, right? I mean, like, like Pletcher. Right, like, Pletcher's one that I'm thinking of with that – Right, like why wasn't Luke Butcher four time? Well, he was at the wrong weight. That's part of it, yeah. Yeah. That's I well, would say I mean, that was all of it. You know, there's there's it's always hard to place. It's hard to place as a returning placer. But it's always hard to place as a true freshman. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think my opinion of Carter Staraki in the strata of elite recruits might be a little bit more optimistic than the rest. I mean, Carter, in my opinion, was very, he was pretty dang elite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, excited uh, to see all the lineup developments going on. Okay. Uh, Dash Harper. I'm curious uh, for this one, actually, for you guys. Dash? Going going back to you, you guys talking about the fan interest in your own personal wrestling careers, what were your go-to moves, techniques? Please discuss. Might be a few funny stories here. I want to know Kyle's go-to. We did get a funny story last time about, like, Nomad's ball and chain or whatever. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a go-to. That was a one-time move that worked out really well. He did a front flip out of a ball and chain. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> on top, I, I like to run bars. Wow, big bar guy. Kind of like Logan Stever stuff. That kind of. Nice. Um, neutrally single leg guy. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really blowing through people. <laughs> not surprisingly, not yeah. But no. I'm pretty good upper body too. Yeah, <laughs> not that I'm any uh, measuring stick, but he kind of almost throws me every single day at work. No man, what was your go-to? I had three moves. Nice, <laughs> straight Mason Beckman status. <laughs> three moves, neutral, 
single leg, kind of like low single, come out the back, right? Iranian finish. On top, cross face cradle. Nice. Bottom, switch. That was switch. it. That was it. <laughs> that's, a was hard, it. that's a hard life on bottom. No, <laughs> it's not. No, yes, it's not. It Everybody's like, the switch is such a crappy. No, it, no, it doesn't switch right. No one, no one trains switches. <laughs> no one does them right. Any move can work if you do it correctly. It really. That's then why? So none of we the have D1 to wrestlers? get Nomad's Tech Wave on tech the tech switch wave. on the switch because no one does it right. <laughs> that now you need to preface it. It's Listen. like it's like headlocks. All these coaches are like headlocks is garbage move. Well, some people are really good at them. Yeah, because they drill them and they they do it. Actually, now that I think about it. Whenever I've wrestled Nomad, he reverses me. Listen, I know I'm not yeah, the yeah, measuring we're, stick. We're, yeah, we're talking though, though. But he does. Like, I would take him down, and he would reverse me and 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 put a ride on. So, actually, I don't remember that they were switches, but he is. he was very reverse-oriented. Look, when you're my level, you got to find ways to win matches. Yes. So okay? He, so, reversals, you got to make your hay some way. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So here's mine. It's kind of in that vein. Uh, living on the on the reversal life. So I would take take a shot, be extended underneath. The guy would front headlock. Matt me. McDonough style. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not even not even that good. I would just end up in a in a shot underneath, and the guy would like front headlock me, and I would just short drag out every time. Like I would oh, shoot yeah, under yeah, yeah. so I could short drag out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's not that's not good, guys. But it worked in. Virginia against high school. Well, and it's just Virginians. like it's just like the some you you know I saw Mike Mal talk about this on Instagram one time, right? Like you gotta just find ways to win, right? Like if you're not fast, make them slow. I didn't say I won. It was just yeah, sure. It was just a thing I did. Sure, but you, like you you have to put them in positions where you were best, right? I mean, it's, that's an obvious thing. But yes. like you gotta find ways to win. Yeah, that that was. If I couldn't beat you on my on feet, I had to find a way to beat you on the mat. Did so. you ever get taken down so you could get the reversal? No, but I 100% won a match one time on all reversals. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, looking back, of, I don't even... Mathematically? I don't even know how it's possible. I had to have ridden him out, like, yeah. to end every period. Yep, yeah, you ended every period on top. Which, that's kind of demoralizing. Yeah, it is. If you lose on reversals... Wow. You really dunked on him. You did. You showed him. You demoralized him. All right, we have to get Nomad Switch series. At first, you know what? I want to show how I did a switch, and I want you to critique that also. Okay. Right. And then I want to see. All right. This is also point. this is also wrestling technique has evolved quite a bit in nope. twelve years. Now, now you're already backing out. Yeah. You, I don't know. No, 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 no. You're already backing out. I said that no one hits You're it anymore. I said no one hits it switch at the Division One level, hardly at all. No one hits and a you switch. You said they're not doing it right. And you said they're not doing it right. Yeah, look, I don't think they are doing it right, but I'm also <laughs> showing you a high school nomad switch from 2006. Did you ever hit an so. inside switch? <laughs> inside switch? Yeah, like go the other. It's a real thing. I'm I'm having trouble. Okay, we got we got to show you got to show me. Yeah. You're taking the reverse side? Yeah, other side. Well, that's dangerous. <laughs> it's big in Virginia. It's big in the Shenandoah Valley, the inside switch. Um, would Daringer do better with ultra offense uh, in Taylor or ultra defense such as Dake? Which one fits his style better? I just don't understand this question. Sorry. 
I thought I understood it when I put it in here. Now I don't think Ladini. I get it. I think it's asking, does he match up better against a guy like David Taylor or Kyle Dake? Huh. Like a guy that's really good defensively like Dake or a guy that's more wide open like Taylor. The, the Dake match for me... Yes, that's what I think. Re-emphasized... This is hyper nitpicking because I'm, I'm saying Deeringer's number two in the world. But Deeringer's need for foot speed, agility, right? A little more of that. So I don't know that Taylor would be any better of a matchup for him. Let me... But, like, that's where if, like, if like in my opinion, if Ringer wants to make the next jump, that's part of where it needs to be. He, he maybe has a better shot against Taylor, but he'll also... I also think Taylor would probably tech him. Like, I think there's, I think there's a likelihood that he gets teched, and there's also a likelihood that, like... That's a probably better matchup for Ringer potentially. Yeah. In some let me way. let me switch let me switch the question around and say. Let me hit a switch. I'm gonna hit an inside switch. Would Ringer's chances versus Dake increase if was Ringer too. was more offensive? What? No. No. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, it's kind of retreading the thing we talked about last time. I mean, okay, this is this is this is like a um, this is like a esoteric question, right? But it's like I think in freestyle, generally speaking, offense beats defense. However, there's levels to it, right? Kyle Dake's defense is far different than anyone else's. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, okay. Anything else before we go, dear friends? It's been a tremendous 400th episode. Thank you. Is there any? There's like no wrestling this weekend. No, it is August. So this is kind of how it goes. Is there like Super 32 early early entry stuff? No, next weekend. I mean, like just in the world. No, next weekend actually. Yeah. There's one next week, and also. Yanni Zane. Basically, what, if we can just get through this week, buddy, we're we're home free for good. Yeah. Because then we've got Worlds. You're literally going, and then straight into Who's Number One. Buy oh, buy tickets to Who's Number One. Here's for a number of reasons. One, you want to go, get them now because the good seats are are available now. There's there's a lot fewer. We've sold around a thousand, but they're they're selling them on the third markets. Some people oh, bought up yeah. the good seats and they're on StubHub. So get them now at a at the reasonable rate of twenty dollars or whatever before you end up having to get them on StubHub. I'm hoping that doesn't screw us. Like we sell X amount and then people don't show up because it's just like StubHub buying them. No, it's not gonna happen. I hope not. It's not gonna happen. But it is happening. If you want a really good seats, it it, it could happen. So why don't you just get on there? That's what happened in Blaze this year? Not that who's number one's in Blaze. Let's hope we have those NCAA wrestling tournament problems. Sure. All right, Troy, we are ready to go, my dear friend in the back. We thank you guys so much for listening. 400. Someone has probably listened to all 400. I'm not sure who. I have. Me too. I bet even Willie hasn't. If Willie's not on the show, he is not listening. At some point last year, I went back and listened to all of them. That's good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You listened to all you listen to every episode that. last year? <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah. This is my New Year's resolution. Listen to every episode of FRL. I thought, you know, why not? 
Find out what they were talking about na national duels in 2015. It is, it is extremely helpful for me, I don't know about everybody else, but for me to go back and listen and look at the content that we were doing back then and compare and contrast and be like, oh yeah, they were doing that. I should do more of that. There you go. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks to Intermat uh, for giving Willie a shirt to wear. Shout out, Intermat. Shout out. Thanks to me for being Screw that bug that tried to kill me earlier. Thanks to the bugs. Thanks to all bugs. We'll be back next Tuesday. Big week next week, probably. Sometimes you just say big week. I'm speaking a big week into existence. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys. <laughs>